Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Two Nobodies Talk. Now, you'll notice that Kyle Vaughn isn't occupying the other seat. Unfortunately, Kyle and I, we had to just do a bit of a break here. And, uh, you know, I love the guy and I wish him all the best. And so um, it's going to be different not doing these with him. But, um, you know, in the meantime, I'm going to... find somebody and who can join these talks with me and have a lot of fun. I always enjoy these conversations with Kyle because um, we could just riff with each other. And that was the whole intention of the podcast was just to have our conversations recorded and talk about all kinds of things. So definitely will miss the guy, but um, I'm really glad that you folks are tuning in and that you're sticking with me. And I can't wait to introduce our next guest who's sitting in the seat today, May McDougal. May... Um, got introduced to me by probably my number one fans, my mom out of everyone. And she uh, she said, you have to talk to me. She's so interested in doing podcasts. So welcome, May, to Two Nobodies. Really appreciate having you tonight. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm pretty excited. So. That's awesome. Uh, why even be interested in this whole podcast world? Um, so like the last couple of years, podcasts have become more popular and Everywhere I go, people are like, oh, do you listen to podcasts? You got to listen to this podcast. So I'm like, what is a podcast? Jeez. So when your mom told me, she's like, <laughs> so funny because she goes to me for massage. Right. So she's like laying on the table and she's like, she like lifts up her head. She's like, May, you, do you listen to podcasts? <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> Enjoy your massage, mom. Come on now. I'm like. You're like the third person to ask me that. No, she's like, oh, because my son does a podcast. You should listen. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so yeah, she's definitely a number one fan. Jeez. Uh, well, uh, you know, I feel like she should be enjoying her massage and not uh, yeah. talking about my podcast. But that, I'm glad it kind of brought us Free together. Advertising. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, Indian mothers definitely know how to promote things. That's for sure. Yeah, they're especially their sons. Yeah. Sure. 100 <laughs> percent um that's cool i mean there's like a million pot i don't know if you know this there's like a million podcasts apparently out there it's yeah, wild there like everyone started a, a podcast lot. over covid we were one yeah. of those um and uh i'm hoping that we'll be around for some time when everyone just stops all the people just stop doing their podcasts and we're still kicking <laughs> around here so i'm glad yeah. you can join me yeah thank you for having me yeah yeah for sure um your massage therapist is like, yes. are you connected to health in a lot of ways, like personally, or is this like more of a profession yes. thing or is health like a critical part of your life? Yeah, it's actually like my whole lifestyle. Okay. So yeah, I like to practice what I preach. Not always, like I don't always succeed. Like we tell our clients to stretch and then we never stretch. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, who's too stretched? Jeez, I got to stretch. Or we're like, oh, make sure you drink water and then like. I forget to drink water because I had six mm. clients and mm. I'm so tired after. But no, it's actually like I live and breathe like natural health. Um, like since I was, I think, 19, yeah, I was dating a chiropractor. Okay. <laughs> and 
he just taught me about like just letting your body heal itself without always taking like painkillers. So yeah, because I remember as a child, like even as a child, I always went to chiropractors. Like in high school, mm. my friends and I back then, um, chiropractic was covered for kids. Mm. So. Um, during lunch, my friends and I would all walk over to the chiropractic clinic and okay. get adjustments at lunch. Yeah. Okay. So then, after high school, I met like this chiropractor and we started dating. And so then I was like, hmm, this is something I could like do, like something that's more health and um, just more natural, I think. Mm. And yeah, once I started working at a gym and working out, and I actually met a couple massage therapists at the gym. Mm. And they really liked the profession. And they were always, like, really healthy. Like, they were fit. So, yeah. I was like, it's such a hard job. And they're like, well, you got to work out. So, you got to be healthy. And I'm like, I can yeah. do that, too. <laughs> so, is that, what's your, do you have, like, a daily routine at all? Um, I like to, like, I have to stretch my wrists all the time. Like, yeah. No matter where I am. Like, actually, today I was on the treadmill and I was stretching, like, my wrists. <laughs> So, and even like if I'm cooking or if I'm watching YouTube, I'll be standing up and I'm stretching. Mm. So that does help. Um, but I find because massage is, it's actually really therapeutic. So it's also good for me mentally too. I could like be having when a you're give, day. When you're providing massage, yeah. do you find it therapeutic for, okay, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Like right now it's construction season. Yeah. So like. So you're stuck on, like, I was stuck on Terwilliger, and I'm messaging my client. I'm like, I'm going to be running late. Yeah. But as soon as I start working on her, it's like, because I have to bring my mind down too. I yeah. just feel a lot more calm just working on the client. So mm. it's good for me physically and mentally. Now, are you, like, do you set, what kind of atmosphere do you set? Like, is it very kind of, like, because there's a massage <laughs> clinics that are more like, medical in nature like you can i don't know it's just and then you have ones yes. that are a little bit more like have a more relaxing like ambience to them yeah and more like energetic kind of like what would you say your clinic is like because you do you own the clinic yeah i do okay. yeah. so we actually do a mix like there's one room that's just like pure white okay and i it was actually my room um because I, I love white like i love white everything um so it's just very pure white and it looks very medical. Mm. And then I gave that room away to somebody else. Mm. <laughs> so now I'm in another room and it's like more Zen, like it's beige walls. It's got like a Buddha on yeah. one side. <laughs> but then we have like an acupuncture room and it's bright orange with, yeah, it's actually really pretty. Every, like the first time people saw it, they're like, oh my gosh, it's so bright. Yeah. But like once we put all the plants in the room and then like white accents again, mm. like, yeah, it actually looks really zen. So, but there's I, also like um, a dark room, like mm. with no window, because some people, they cannot have windows in the room. Oh, do, like for fear of being like seen migraines or? no oh, some people okay. have migraines um so they mm. need completely dark mm. but then some people have really bad anxiety so they actually need a window so we have okay. a little bit of everything for everyone yeah seriously <laughs> um what do you recommend for clients like after a massage do you feel like they should just like not do any exercise for you a few days or something like that after. just relax yeah, yeah. After a massage, you should always take a hot shower. Epsom salt yeah. baths are great, but yeah, yeah. always make sure you drink water after. 
I've had a couple clients, um, they didn't listen. So mm. they actually like, they went to their friend's house and like had a couple beer and they came back and they're like, is it normal for me to feel like really sick after a massage? <laughs> and I'm like, and then some people say like their, um, another client said he forgot to drink water. So like all night, like his mouth was really dry. Like he oh, just kept going. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so drink water after a massage and don't go to the gym after. Like some people get a massage and then they go to the gym and lift weights. Like do the weights before the massage. Yeah, I was uh I try to get a massage every month and I would say I was guilty in the beginning of like the next day just itching to go and work out, but then mm-hmm. I've now I usually skip one or two days, but after that I just have to get back, but um yeah, if I find that definitely don't do anything like the next day and you're right about the water thing like it's so critical if you don't drink that water you feel like shit so yeah exactly because what a lot of people don't realize about massage is that it works internally too Mm. so massage actually speeds up cellular metabolism Mm. so that's why you have to pee after you get hungry after some people feel dizzy like they jump off the table i tell we always tell clients take your time don't sit up too quickly I had a client that jumped off the table and he came out and he was like, I should have listened. I nearly fell over. (laughs) Well, your blood is just all settled, right? And pooled, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And then they sit up and they're like, oh, I got to go to work. And I'm like, no, just relax. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Some people don't listen. Yeah, I know. Um, Before we started the episode, you said that you were from the Philippines. When did you move to Alberta? I moved to Calgary, I think, in 1993. I was okay. seven. Oh, so it's been some time then. Yeah, back when, like, seven, Boeing 747 still existed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's a long time ago. Like, I still, to this day, remember the plane. It was Cathay Pacific. Yeah. And it had, like, a spiral staircase to the second floor. Yeah, it was amazing. Like, imagine being a child and, like, you're leaving the country that you were born in. Mm. You walk into this airplane. It's like, like, I remember running and the, they were called stewardess back in the day. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the stewardess were, like, running after me because I went right up to the second floor. Mm. (laughs) And you're probably, like, you're probably thinking, were you thinking, like, life is I wanted to be on that side. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I was like, mom, I want to be on this side. <laughs> My mom still laughs about that too. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, the stewardess ran after me. And have you, have you been back to the Philippines at all or? I haven't been back in 10 years. Okay. That seems like a long time. It's a really long time. Um, I was hoping to go next year, but I don't think it's going to happen though. Mm. Mm. Yeah. My kids aren't vaccinated. Okay. And they don't want to be vaccinated, so they want mm. to wait until the mandate gets lifted, and then they, because they do want to go, they want to go to the Philippines. So. so with the vaccinations, is it because the Philippines is not allowing people to come in vaccinated? Because I think yeah. hasn't Can- Canada's dropped its mandate, I thought. so. I know, Canada has. The Philippines is really weird right now. My mom was explaining it to me. You can either be vaccinated or not vaccinated, but you need to take the test. Mm. And like you have to quarantine. I don't know. So it seems like a lot of work, especially for my kids. Yeah, <laughs> they're so young, right? Like you don't want to, yeah. they're not going to stay home for 10 days. Totally. Before they go to the Philippines. So, yeah. yeah. So they just want to wait and see what happens. 
Yeah. And so, so in the meantime, I'll just like save up money and like. Because <laughs> those are big trips. Like I mean, them. they are so expensive. <laughs> My mom goes, she's been going every winter, but I mean, normally yes. people don't travel to India or those kind of places like for many years, but I mean, she's retired yeah. now and she's, she's good. So she can go every yeah, she year. She goes and, every year. Yeah. And, and just escape <laughs> I know the winter. She does. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so expensive. Like the ticket alone, you have to go for at least three weeks just to make the ticket price worthwhile. And then of course, like your entire family is there so they all want to see you so the first two weeks you're just going from one house to another and then the last week you can actually enjoy and relax and go sightseeing it's it's exactly the same it's exactly yeah. the same like and you've also need like that first week just to adjust right to back to like yeah, the climate and time lag. and all that kind of stuff and and then everyone yes. you right, wants to see you and it's like you never yeah. it doesn't even feel like a vacation by the end of it right no <laughs> like with my family, we have a lot of kids. So like you rent a hotel room, you have to rent one with like a living room and couch because everyone <laughs> will stay in the hotel with you. Okay. And they're like sleeping on the couch, they're sleeping on the floor <laughs> just because they want to see you. Yeah. And it's actually really sweet. Yeah. But yeah. it's a lot. <laughs> it's, it's a lot. I don't know. I imagine it's the same. Like personal space is not a thing in India. I imagine it's yeah. not the same. And it's the same in the Philippines. No, there's no such no. thing as personal space yet. There is no personal space. I remember because like, when I went back 10 years ago, it was for my great grandmother's funeral. Mm. So we were, I don't know if you know about Filipino funerals, but like no, you cannot leave the church. <laughs> what, do you mean, what do you mean you can't leave the church so it's an open casket and every, okay. somebody has to stay in the church at all times you cannot leave the casket alone by itself so superstitious if you leave this evil spirit will come and get the soul so we're all sleeping like in the pews overnight yeah so there's no personal space so that is different I had not yes. heard about that before. Yeah. Uh, but like, oh, yeah, it is it just fun. for the funeral or is it for like how It's long like it? a 20-day event. So, yes. the f so the family is staying there for 20 days? Yeah. We can leave the church as long as somebody There's stays somebody in. There's somebody there. Yeah. Yeah. The best is when you're by yourself and you have to like use the bathroom. So hopefully somebody walks by and then you get that person to stay in the church. Oh, so like, but yes. the, like the bathroom, I imagine, is still in the church though, right? There's no bathroom in the church. The church that we have is at like this tiny little church that my great-grandfather helped build. Okay. So it's just like this tiny little chapel and the coffin is at the front with like pews. And yeah, we just lay there and sleep there. Yeah, we bring food there. We just cannot stop. Coffee? So yeah, no, personal space is not a thing there. Like. I mean, talk about exist. respect to your elders too. Like that's some serious Absolutely. respect to be able to do. Oh like yes, that. yes. And October is actually the ten-year anniversary of mm. um, the funeral. So mm. yeah, October is always like really weird for me now. That's pretty cool though that you got to see your great grandmother. She was already like gone. Oh, like okay. I got out of the tax. Like I was, I flew to Vancouver, and then I got the message that oh, she okay. already passed. Okay. It was the worst trip, like fourteen-hour trip. I was just crying on mm. the plane the entire time, but there were like other people crying too because all their relatives passed away that day as well. It was very strange. It was a weird day. So afterwards, like 
a bunch of us like got off the plane and we were all talking like this is so weird like everyone on this plane was here mm. because like somebody passed away so yeah so even october is a weird month for me so yeah maybe you don't want to go back during this month at all or something no definitely yeah. not no so this month of october i was like waiting for something to happen <laughs> Oh, that's not a good way to live. Okay. No. <laughs> no, but I'm always positive. It's just the, this month, just this month. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, you were mentioning also earlier that uh, you had a little bug in your house. And you're like, what the oh, heck is yeah. that thing? Like, <laughs> and then and then you're telling me it's a cockroach, but you're like, that is not a cockroach because you've seen cockroaches no. and that's not one. Like, yeah. yeah. Tell, tell people about what a Filipino cockroach looks like. So cockroaches in the Philippines are like this big. Was like, that like two massive. inches or like? Yeah. Oh, they're big. And like you step on them, they don't die. They just like fly at your face. <laughs> so I'm used to that. Like that's what I saw as a child. It was normal. So in my apartment here in Canada, there is these tiny little bugs <laughs> in my apartment. I didn't know where it was. And even my kids were like, what the heck is this? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. So I just like got some toilet paper, picked it up, flushed it down the toilet. But then I kept seeing them. So I was like, hey, this is getting weird. Like, I should tell the landlord, but I don't know what to tell them. Like, there's right. a bug. So I just typed in, like, little brown bugs on the internet. And then, like, the picture popped up. And that's what a cockroach looks like. But it's so tiny. <laughs> so I didn't know. Yeah, so, yeah. So my place is, it was already fumigated a couple weeks ago. So we had to, like move all the food out of the mm. cupboards like put it in the middle of the apartment my kids were home my dog was home so we had to like leave the house for eight hours it was great and yeah. cockroaches cockroaches are done no they're still here because apparently they lay their eggs and then the eggs hatch so they're coming back in a couple weeks they tried to come back um last week but I just couldn't. Like, I had my kids and I had my dog. <laughs> it was just too much work. So I actually got a notice because I was non-compliant. I have to pay $250 now. <laughs> and I'm like, what the heck? That doesn't seem right at all. $250 for non-compliance because I was, like, getting in the way of the landlord's job. So I'm actually really mad. For those that know me, know I hate, like, wasting money. <laughs> So $250, I'm really upset about it. For these little things that we supposedly little call bugs. cockroaches, eh? Cockroaches, yeah, yeah, and they're tiny. And I was thinking, like, why didn't I, why did, why didn't I just like, get raid? It's what they do in the Philippines. But mm. no, apparently, like, because it's the apartment building, you have to, like, contain it. Mm. So well, I don't want to, like, get in the way of the landlord anymore. So <laughs> it's on my calendar. I will move all of my groceries out. Right, in the cold it's gonna be november 8th so it'll be like it'll be like minus 20 outside i don't want to facilitate any more conflict between you and your landlord so um, no yeah but oh that well that's that's a shitty situation but funny to it's hear though like in terms of the differences between a cockroach i know and right yeah no seriously i was so confused like what the heck are these tiny things <laughs> and i even showed them to my kids so i was like i can't believe these are cockroaches and this compared to this, I had no idea, because I'd never seen a cockroach in Canada. It's my first this is time. The thing, I, I, like I think you know, we have some, we have some scary, like we. Okay, I should say we don't have that many scary, like 
creatures here in Canada, except like, no. you know, the in the forest, there's some scary things like, you know, bears and wolves and... Yes, and, and definitely. The cougars, porcupines. Porcupines. These things, I mean, these things are pretty Skunks. scary. <laughs> um, but like, we don't have any crazy snakes or or that no. sort of thing. And, and uh, you know, at least those are the things I think that I don't know if I can handle, but... Uh, yeah. yeah. No, it's definitely different in Canada. Like, I'm... I just like Canada a lot more. <laughs> the Philippines is so different. Like the rats are like this big. <laughs> I got a phobia of mice, so I can't even deal Me with. Me too. Oh, okay. No, I am so scared of mice. If I see a mouse, I will jump on the table, or like um. whoever's in. I will jump on their back. I don't know why they're so tiny. But I'm scared of them. They're, I'm terrified of them. For me, it's I think what it is about mice is that. Um, they can they're sneak, tiny they can sneak into <laughs> they can sneak into anything yes. and you don't yep. even know if they're there and i don't know if you know they can like deform and change they can i know and yes into i know like, it's just yeah. not right so i just i'm like no. are you there or are you Ugh. not there and i think it's like the surprise Ugh. piece that i'm not good with but mm-hmm. i don't know no no yeah. they creep me out and i can't handle rodents like i can't handle hamsters gerbils mm. <laughs> i can't handle anything that is related to a mouse. I just can't do it. Like, yeah, no, That's fair. no, thank you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I was gonna ask you um, when we were talking about recording together. I was like, what kind of what interests you? And you're like, I have a lot of issues I want to talk about. Like, what? <laughs> that's how I talk. I have a lot of issues. Well, I don't. Maybe, well, that's maybe what I heard in my head. So um, <laughs> that's funny. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I'm curious as to like what fuels your soul like what are these things that are just you're always thinking about or turning on or curious about like is there yeah. is there anything that sort of comes to mind a lot honestly like I think I was born in the wrong era to be honest like, okay yeah I just think society nowadays is just too much too much to handle sometimes like to the point that I almost feel like depressed or like suffocated by it hmm. yeah it's a lot I think yeah, there's a lot of issues in the world. So, and like when you say suffocate, suffocated in what way? Like what makes you feel that way? Everything that's happening right now, um, globally. Like sometimes I look at my kids and I'm just like, and this is gonna sound so bad, but a part of me hopes like maybe they shouldn't have kids. Mm. Like this is the kind of world that they're gonna bring mm. their kids into. Like it's that kind of feeling that I get sometimes. I don't know if you know this, but I mean, there are people who, for example, you think about the issue of climate change, who there are many people who don't want to bring their kids into that. Right. And and uh, one, because they don't want their kids to suffer from it. But two, they don't want to add, you know, to the problem. You are adding to the problem. um, The way I think of it, though, like, I mean, like that was actually interestingly enough, like that was kind of a conversation between my wife and I. My daughter's about four and a half. But, uh, I mean, we really did want a child. Um, but the way I think about it is also, like, we also need great leaders and we need great people yes. on this planet too. Yeah. And so to me, it's like it, I have a role in contributing to that, right? Like I can play a role in raising my kid and, and, and helping ensure that she is a contributing member of society. She yes. can potentially, you know, help present solutions and be a part of the yeah. the change rather than contributing to the issues, right? So, yes, and definitely. I think we need more people like that. So I think there's like a couple of ways to think about it, but, but yeah, you're right. It is, 
it is um, definitely a thought that parents go through more and more these days, yeah. eh? Yeah. yeah. And like a good um, example was my coworker, because um, I also work in like finance. Oh, okay. So I asked him, he just had a baby like four months ago. And I was like, did you guys open an RESP account yet for your baby? And he was like, oh, he's too young. But I'm thinking like, it's not going to get any cheaper. Mm. <laughs> like to think of how much, like 18 years from now, like I can't imagine having to pay for post-secondary 18 years from now. Yeah. And like even the groceries, I was, I can't remember what it was that I was buying, but it went up by like $3, which doesn't sound like a lot, but from like, it is. It is that a lot, is for a sure. Especially increase. if it's staples, like things that you commonly buy, right? Yeah. Like if your groceries have gone up. Oh, it's think- chicken. 100%. Chicken that I eat all the time. That's all I eat is chicken. Yeah. Went up $3. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, meat has gone up. Everything has pretty much gone up. I think I was hearing yeah. that as much as eleven to fifteen percent. You know, like the rate, yeah. and it's that's uh, that's hard on on many families. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was just reading the other day. Not surprisingly, I mean, the food bank demand has gone through the roof in Canada, right? So, yeah. um, a lot of people are struggling for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and I also worry too. Like, where are my kids gonna live? Mm. Like, like, are in, they gonna be able way? to actually? Are they actually going to be able to buy a house? Oh, okay. Or are they yeah. going to have to rent a house with like four roommates to mm. be able to afford it? Mm. These are things I think about at night because like, my son is 12. He already told me he's going to live with me <laughs> while he's in university. <laughs> yeah. He says, I'm going to live with you while I'm in university until I can afford to buy a house. And, mm. Like, will he be able to afford a house? Mm. It's yeah. 100% serious consideration. I mean, when my parents bought a house in early 1980s i mean it was probably three to four times your income perhaps now it's houses are 25 times your income like you can't uh it's yeah i mean none of that none of that is changing or or wages are not definitely keeping up with house prices i mean house prices are dropping now but like not to the extent that where it's still making things affordable and like we're talking about canada a country that's so big and has so much land and resources but yet our housing market is so expensive compared to other countries. So Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's pretty scary. So I try not to think too much about the future. Otherwise, I will lie in bed at night, mm. just tossing and turning, thinking about it. So And it's tough. Like, I talk to my friends about it, and we just remind each other not to worry. Because there's nothing we can do about it right now. But at the same time, it's sad that, like, we are, like, being passive about it. Mm. Um, it's kind of a double-edged sword. You don't want to worry about it because you don't want to be stressed out. But at the same time, we're not doing anything about it. Like, we're kind yeah. of just going with the flow. It's, oh, inflation is here. Okay, then I guess we'll have to like, just spend more money on what we need. Well, I mean, something like inflation, like the individual probably doesn't have much of a role in this. Like th- these are these are large global yeah. f- you know, forces at play, which... You know, all these, whether it be central banks playing a role and obviously a huge role in inflation, increasing money supply or governments with all their COVID spending, which obviously, you know, I mean, people can argue one way or another, but, you know, a lot of it was necessary probably. And, and, but, you know, it's all kind of contributing to things, right? So, yeah. So that's what I mean. Like, I feel I was born in the wrong era. (laughs) What era? It's just too much. What era would I always be? pictured myself like in a perfect world I would live on a farm 
grow my own food. No oh, neighbors around. My wife's going to listen to this and be like, that is my dream. I like this person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I just, yeah, that would be my dream. Instead, I'm like in a city. and I open my windows, I see a parking lot. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, yeah, especially if that's the kind of life you want, that would be tough to live yeah. in an apartment and do that. It is. Um, yeah, I always thought I would live on an acreage and have five kids, but mm. the universe has different plans, obviously. It's tough when your when your um, when your reality doesn't meet your expectations, right? Like, and that's no. a that's a hard thing. We all have expectations about different things, and um, but I think the more we let go of those expectations and yeah. just kind of live as present as we can, it's probably better. But you know, you have hopes and you have dreams, and and it's hard to let go of those things, right? So yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, Okay, well, it sounds like you got a lot of heavy things on your mind that's kind of keeping you up. Is there, um, is there anything that you feel like is, is just burning that you just want to like chat about? Like you're just like, I need to like just talk to somebody about this issue or topic. Um, there's a few actually. <laughs> um, let's see. What about like using people's benefits up? That's something that's been bothering me for a while. Like just the I think, fact that people do this or? No, the fact that they haven't been. Um, so oh, with okay. the clinic, yeah. yeah, usually around October, we are so busy with people trying to use up their benefits Okay. by the end of the year because it does roll over Yeah. and like renews. Yeah, so we're wondering where all these people are. So our our theory is that October was such a nice month, like weather-wise, that people mm. have just been out and about doing their own thing. But realistically, there's only like a month left to use up their benefits. <laughs> and like your mom uses up her benefits. If she can do it, other people can. Totally. Well, I know, I think, uh, yeah, my benefits renew now in January. But when my previous job, my benefits were always renewing in june july kind of yeah. thing so yep it's either depending on the policy it's either july or january yeah so this is on your mind because you're like it, we're just wondering where everybody where is the people like go. yeah where are the people like we're looking it's like we're actually sitting around just confused about it because usually september like we all go on vacation in september because mentally we're like preparing for october mm. we're like all right by October, everyone's back to work. So I go, okay, everyone's back for October and like none of our clients are there. So it's just very strange. This whole year has just been very strange. I'm ready for like 2023. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, uh, that's especially like as a business owner, if you're expecting like, you know, certain months to be higher in revenue and that's not happening, yes. that's probably really hard to manage, hey? It's very hard and it's just very confusing. Like we're, we don't know what's going on. So mm. it's a huge surprise because October, November, December are the three busiest months and then slows down for the new year. But yeah, yeah we're just so confused. So we're just reminding people. And I, we actually had clients um, two days ago who didn't even know that it expired or renewed in December. Mm. So I guess a lot of people don't know either. So. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know what why that would be because um, mm -hmm. my wife's a naturopathic doctor. And I know she always says when their benefits are about to expire, like people are coming yeah. to her clinic like left yeah. and center. So I'm not sure what's going on. But. Yeah. No, usually we're turning people away by now. Like we're, mm. we'd be so full by October, but no, 
So wherever these people are, <laughs> don't forget. <laughs> you only have one month now. <laughs> so hopefully, like, when the snow comes, and that's the thing, too, like, there's no snow. Because once the snow comes, people are coming into the clinic for massage. Like, they have nowhere to go but to get a massage. <laughs> so maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's just the weather here in Alberta. Yeah, it's been kind of it's been so uh, unseasonal. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. been very nice this month, so. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Are, are you someone who, like, when you talk about um, wanting an acreage, wanting to grow your own food, is, like, the environment something that you you care, are you, are you inter- like, you care about? Or, like, what's, yeah. how do you, how do you factor sort of the environment in your life, I guess? So, I love the outdoors. I yeah. love nature. Um. Yeah, I do care about the environment. Like, I'm very, like, we recycle. My kids know not to litter. It's, mm. We try to do our part. But I've just always found living, like, being out on an acreage so peaceful. Mm. And, yeah, I think for my, like, I think if everybody could just, like, experience that for a bit, our mental health would be a, probably a little bit better. I, you know, like, I don't know if you heard... Uh, my wife's been learning more and more about grounding or earthing. Have you heard about that? <laughs> yes. Any chance I get, I will walk around the grass bare feet. That's, uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that is also my wife. Like, you know, in the yeah. summertime, see in the morning, she's just like walking barefoot or my yeah, daughter is now walking barefoot and everything. Yeah. I encourage this? my kids. <laughs> Have you heard of this person? They, I think they call her like barefoot Susie or Susan or something like that. No. She's apparently very well known for like the earthing, grounding kind of movement or whatever, but she just, everywhere she goes, she just walks barefoot and, oh. and she had, um, I don't know if it was somebody from the news channel vice or vox or whatever but i think somebody did a a piece with her and um and she decided to or maybe she was just somebody else who was, has a youtube channel or whatever but she anyways she uh spent the day with barefoot susan and uh the looks that they would get walking in stores or whatever <laughs> yes. but um yeah it was just it was really interesting but she, she, she's just uh she's always walking barefoot like it's just a thing oh yeah like from a like hygiene point of view, <laughs> I wouldn't want to walk barefoot everywhere. Or um, massage those feet, sure. probably. For yeah, those, yeah, no, yeah. that's like our one of our worst nightmares during the summer. People will come in like from wearing flip flops all mm. day, and their feet are so dirty. Yeah, please wash your feet. <laughs> I just always feel like I ha- I always like take a shower before I massage because I'm yeah, like I just feel, I just want to be like. I wouldn't feel comfortable, like, I don't know, just, yeah. I want to be respectful to the person who's yes. doing the body work, like, yeah. I need, you know, so. No, I agree, I tell my kids too, because my kids get massages, well, and my good. son was like, yeah, they have benefits, yeah. <laughs> so you got to use them up, but my son was like, why would we need to shower before massage when we have to shower after the massage, mm. and I was like, you want to be respectful to a therapist, you are right. at school all day, running, sweating, you don't want to go in there and be full of sweat and germs, like, just ethics, right? Totally. So just, yeah, like, no, we put up with a lot, so. Yeah. <laughs> have you... Um... Do you find earthing and grounding beneficial? Like, have you noticed anything? Or yes, is it just, I or feel, feel so like much happier. Okay, that's yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, um, during Heritage Fest, I was um, helping my friend out at the Chilean uh, pavilion. Mm. And like, 
it's all grass so I just kicked off my shoes and all day I worked bare feet and I felt so happy I just felt so free <laughs> we are kind of confined was, by our shoes for sure yeah oh definitely and he even saw me and he was like oh nice you're earthing I'm like yes <laughs> so he knew exactly what I was doing my my wife has one of these earthing mats or these grounding mats oh. and so she um it plugs in, and I guess it plugs into, like, the grounding part of the outlet or something. Oh, okay. And so I was like, she's not so sure if it works or not or how yeah. she feels about it. But uh, anyways, she's trying that out in addition to, like, you know, just earthing naturally yeah. on the ground or whatever like that. But, yeah, yes. they have so many of these different things. I know. Things and it's but like, you have to wonder, like, are they just doing it now? Like Totally. Yeah. Are they, is it actually real? But... The reason I got into earthing is because as a child, we used to go camping mm. all the time. So I was used to just walking around barefoot. It was just normal, just everywhere, barefoot, barefoot. And then as I got older, I was like, I never walk barefoot anymore. <laughs> so, then, so then I like started reading up on walking barefoot. And that's when I read about like earthing. And I was like, that yeah. just makes so much sense. Yeah. Are you not into it? No, I, no, I, I, I'm not saying I'm not into it, and I, and I think that there's something there about um, energetically about connecting to nature. Yes, um, and absolutely. I, and, I, and I, and I do think that, um, yeah, whether it be like you know walking in water or just like yes. being surrounded by trees or whatever yep. it might be, like I think yes. there's a larger energy out there that I think we can all absolutely. connect to, and it, not even in like a hokey kind of way like i think you know there's energy all around us right and so I, I i do i do believe in that um i just don't understand like my science brain like and under trying to yeah, understand mechanisms like, and stuff i'm like i don't understand how that works <laughs> but uh you know we had somebody on our on our podcast who was um who talked about scalar light and i was like what is scalar light and it, it actually is one of our most viewed episodes and it was really interesting because I, I think people are just looking for different forms of healing but essentially yeah. um he's saying that everyone has a light signature and there's two types of energies electromagnetic and scalar and he said that um scalar. with every every light signature he he's developed some sort of machine and honestly like I, you can you can watch or listen to this episode but um i I still don't really understand how this works, but essentially he's saying that he has this machine where he can take a picture of like, I don't know, different pathogens or different things that um, ail the body. And if he has a picture of the person and it has to be, can't be a, a doctored image, it has to be like the true, a true picture yeah. of somebody. He can, using scalar light, he can actually um, eradicate that disease from somebody. And it's like, okay, it's a kind of like a, it's kind of like a form of like quantum healing to some extent, right? Is it a little bit like Reiki? Or is well, it I th like I think stronger the than Reiki? I think I might've asked that question actually. Um, I think, I think the, I think it's again, around the principles of quantum healing, just using like yeah. a different way of, of accessing it, I guess. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I've never heard of it cause I do Reiki, Yeah, but I've never heard of scalar. So I'm going to look that up. When you do Reiki, do you, um, is it completely hands off? Yeah, I do hands off. I actually find it stronger. I tested it on a few different people. Mm. Um, hands off is actually stronger. They feel it more mm. and, um, yeah, I really love it. It's, mm. have you had it done? 
I so uh, my massage therapist who I've worked uh, with for like six years now. She's amazing. Um, she she also does that, but she's like, Rapesh, I don't know if you will be in the mindset for it, and not because she doesn't think that I would enjoy it, but more so because. I'm there for another purpose, right? Like I'm yeah. there for a therapeutic massage. And she's yeah. like, if we're going to do this, it would have to be the whole session. And like, you just have to be fully there. And I was like, yeah. oh, I'm not ready yet. So I'm open to it. I would love to try it. But I, it's like, I have my one massage a month. And I'm like, I yes, look forward to that. I'm like, I don't yeah. want to mess around with that. So, yeah. uh, you know. Maybe I, do like one massage and then do a 30 minute Reiki after. That's an idea. Yeah, I mean, you yeah, have benefits, true. so. <laughs> yeah, that's true, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I will warn you, though, about Reiki. The very first time I had it done, I was not, like, mentally and emotionally balanced. I felt really sick after. Okay. Yeah, so it will affect each person differently. I can get Reiki now, and I will feel great. Mm. But I do remember the first time I had it done, I was going through a lot, and... um grounding like the therapist had to ground me because i was gonna throw up and i had to drive her to the train station because mm. <laughs> she took the butt like she took the train so i had to drive her to the train station and we're like we're not driving anywhere until you feel better so she had to ground me like imagining like my legs were made of roots and i was yeah. planted like on the ground but i was actually scared of reiki after that i didn't get it done again for about 10 years Okay, well, you're not, selling, want to feel you're, sick. Not, you're not selling it to me right now. So, uh, but, but you seem like you're in a good place in life. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> so you should be okay. You should be okay. It does affect everyone differently. And I find um, everyone feels it differently. Hmm. My mom said it, um, her legs feel really warm. Um, I had it done last month when I was, it was after a breakup. So I wasn't in the best mind frame either. And I felt really cold and I, my leg actually jumped mm. and I nearly kicked the Reiki practitioner. So yeah, depending on where you are in that like stage of your life, it's You're going to feel different every time. So that's what I like about it. You never know how you're going to feel after. Do you, um, when you're working with a client, do you sometimes, can you feel something going on, but you like, you might not want to necessarily talk about it because you never know if like you're hitting on something sensitive or whatever but if, do you ever know is there anything interesting that you've noticed about a client where you're like something's going on with them like not musculoskeletal wise but something yeah. else is going on with them but like you can, intuitively yeah but you can feel it because like yeah. you're a reiki healer like do you yeah. do you have any examples of like some wicked things that maybe like you um have noticed and then you're like actually got it confirmed you're like okay wow that was yeah um people who have anxiety like yeah. somebody who looks is really happy and you see them they're always happy and then i'm working on them and i can just feel like they're hiding something mm. yeah and then you find out after that they were actually like going through something that week that they just didn't want anybody to know about yeah yeah so you can try to release that blockage so hopefully they let it out and go see a counselor my uh my massage therapist she um said something about the like I'm always really like when she's working on my back, I'm always really tight through the left side of my body. And she said that that could be, um, what did she say? Uh, 
something like she's like she's like there's a there's a a pain that you're holding on to and uh, like my dad passed away about almost five years ago and so she's like it's it's always been there right like since compared to before i'm gonna mess Mm -hmm. it up but anyway she noticed something in my left side of the body and it's definitely um when she asked me about it i was like i was like yeah that's true or whatever and and she's like interesting because she's like she noticed something she's a reiki healer anyways that's why i asked the question but yeah so it's pretty neat i like how like we're able to pick up on that so yeah do you think that everyone has like this sort of like you know what do you know what a medium is I do. I go to one. Okay, so well, then that answers my question because I was gonna say, but not necessarily. I guess if you believe in one, because clearly, clearly you do. But, yes. Um, but do you think that everyone has like some sort of medium ability? Because I've heard that. I from, think so. I've heard that from some. I've heard that from somebody who um, is not like a practicing medium, but someone who um, has gotten more into it, and they and they've said that everyone has that ability. It's just kind of tuning into that a little bit more i think honestly we're all born with it but Mm. a lot of people don't believe in it Mm. Um, because i remember my son used to see things all the time like everywhere we went he would see something and he'd describe them and Mm. so he has he definitely had that ability but as he got older he got more busy and i think i read somewhere um because you go to places like the Philippines or India and it's a lot more prominent there yeah like people are always seeing things there then you come to Canada and it's like oh it doesn't exist it's Mm -hmm. not real Mm -hmm. so I read somewhere that um when people get too busy they actually block out that part of their of their senses and Mm. I believe that Mm. I can see that if you're too busy you're not gonna be able to have time to actually focus and tune in on something that you're that you can't actually see well and all, yeah you're so connected to like the physical the senses, physical right that yeah. like you don't have the capacity or even ability to recognize like the metaphysical or whatever yeah 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 because yeah, i didn't start being able to tune in until like i actually started doing yoga a few years ago mm. so you need to definitely have that more meditative state i think yeah yeah, if you're go, if you're just like go 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 go, you're not gonna be able to see anything. Yeah, I, I I'm hoping I've never actually um, accessed one, but I have. My wife has, and I know other people who have, and they've had some interesting experiences. Of, yeah. I just to. went to one like a couple days ago, so it's funny you brought it up. I go to one every year. So, okay. Yeah, I've been going to psychics and mediums like every year for the past. And how 10 did years. how did you choose that medium? Like, how did that person come into your life? Um, she was actually referred by a client. This okay. client came in, a massage client, yeah. all excited. And she was like, so excited about life. Like I'd never seen her so happy before. And she told me about this girl. Like, and so I got her number and um, went to her right away. And yeah, it was, it was pretty amazing. She, a lot of her, what she said came true. Yeah. Like a lot. It was scary. So I just go every year. Um, I went to, I actually tried to contact her this year for mm-hmm. my yearly checkup, <laughs> but um, it turns out she passed away, so yeah. That's interesting. Um, yeah, so mm-hmm. I didn't ask what happened, but um, I did, I was able to find another one who I think is just as good as her, so. Mm. Yeah. Um, 
looking at the looking at the time, I was wondering if you. I I, I think I told you this. I like to ask all my guests whether. I mean, I this is part of Kyle and I did this when we first started. We had this whole five for dinner um, yeah. episode, and we're like, let's just ask everyone this question, and so that's kind of been a staple. <laughs> yeah. And um, are you yes. okay? To, are we are you okay for me to put it to this question? I'm all ready. Yeah. Oh, perfect. I'm glad you prepared. <laughs> Um, okay, yes. so um, dead or alive, five people you'd want to have dinner with. And curious if you'd want them individually or together. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I put you on the spot. Oh, definitely here. together. Okay. Yeah. All right. If these five people are together, it's going to be a good time. Okay. Um, so Freddie Mercury. Okay. Avicii. Okay. Elon Musk. Yeah. Victoria Beckham. Okay, interesting. <laughs> And Anne have Rice. A little, have a little bit of class on that table. Yeah, yeah of course. Some fashion sense. Yeah. You can dress everyone at the table. Yeah. And who's the last person? <laughs> um, my favorite author, Anne Rice. Okay. I don't know who she is. Yeah. What she's known of? for um, The Vampire Chronicles. Okay. So she wrote Interview with the Vampire. Okay. I think I've heard that book. Yeah. Cool. And so who, who do you think leads that conversation? Oh, I would say Freddie Mercury would lead the conversation. Yeah, he yeah. would just take over. He'd probably stand on top of the table. <laughs> uh, you know what's funny? I think somebody recently on our on our show said Freddie Mercury. I, I I think he'd be an awesome person to have for sure. Yeah. Died yeah, too soon, that's um, for sure. Yes, very talented, amazing vocals. Mm. He's definitely one of my favorite singers. My kids love him. Mm. Um yeah it was very sad way too young yeah um very cool list uh okay last question besides the circle of life what do you know for sure um change is the only constant thing in life Mm. i like that so you can either go with the flow or be stagnant and as a taurus i hate change (laughs) taurus what is that what month is that um it's may (laughs) okay Interesting. Yes. Um, I should have guessed that. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a great quote. Or the or the change happens to you, right? If you don't quote that change, yeah, uh, yeah. that's beautiful. Um, May I really enjoyed uh, talking to you today, getting to know you a little bit more. I don't know if you know, but this is actually episode fifty. So, um, I always, uh, I was always hoping for a two nobodies talk episode on episode 50. Um, I can't, honestly, I can't believe that like it's been 50 episodes. Like we started this in beginning of January and just doing this in the evenings or on a weekend and spending those hours or whatever and having like 50 episodes, like with the length of our podcast, like that's probably, that's a lot, 75, 80 hours of of recordings plus all the work and stuff. So, um, anyways, I'm glad that you're able to join me on episode 50. Thank you. It was fun. Awesome. And hopefully we can, we can do this again. Um, just want to thank everyone who's been listening to, to the show and, and has subscribed and has liked our episodes and really appreciate sticking around for 50 episodes if you have or even if you just joined us it's all good and i'm gonna have some more fantastic guests over the coming weeks and um stick around and appreciate y'all so thanks me again and um look forward look looking forward to our next (laughs) chat thank you so much all right see you later